0: In this episode of It's So Bad Goes to the Movies, we talk about space math, space racism, and Freddie Prince Jr. as we add Wing Commander to the list. Welcome! We have a a giant crew here today. Probably our biggest... Actually, no, this ties because Tim's not here, so it ties our biggest. Um, Hello, Steve.
1: Hello, Michael. Hello,
2: everyone.
0: Hello, Chris. What's
2: going on, pilgrim?
0: Hello, uh, Joe. How are you? Hey, how are you? And hello, Alcor. Hello there. We are adding this week the movie, the film, Wing Commander the piece of art to the endless list of video game movies actually it's not the endless list of video game movies we need a name did you guys come up with a name since we last discussed it
1: i liked uh, it's so bad goes to the movies that i feel like yeah, we yeah, haven't come up with a name I like that, too. that was pretty good
3: okay but what but what's the name of the actual list though
0: that's what i want to know yeah, this that's is, what this, I'm is the, this
3: is the segment yeah
0: <laughs> it's list <laughs> commander
3: <laughs> list for, for chris's recommendation <laughs> i still never should change the name of the
1: list every week based on the movie we watch but that's that <laughs> well, my two cents
0: you can subscribe to this podcast on itunes uh google Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you get your podcast from uh follow us on the social media at it's so bad pod it's so bad pod at gmail.com is the email address and yes wing commander film from 1999 directed by chris roberts written by kevin droney um, who you might recall from our Mortal Kombat episode. He was the writer of that film as well. But Chris Roberts, the director of this movie, he is, uh, it's super interesting, this guy. So he started his career at Origin Systems and he created time lore, Times of Lore and he created the uh, video game Wing Commander. So he's the guy who programmed and designed the gameplay for the video game. And he would go on to direct the movie of the video game that he made. He's something, <coughs> of, He's something of an auteur. Yes. <laughs> He's also, uh, the whole, his whole story is fucking wild. So let's just, I'm going to talk about him for a little bit and then we'll get into the movie. So he created Wing Commander. He would direct all of, so Wing Commander just in general, for, for context for people who don't know the video game. Um, heavily, heavy focus on FMV telling the story in that game. And that's kind of what it was known for. PC game. So there was like a lot of like real actors used in the actual cut scenes of the game to tell the story of the Kilrathi versus the humans. Uh, He would direct all those scenes and that's why they thought he was a natural fit for, for directing, I guess. Actually, I think it's because he probably fronted a lot of the money or came up with the money to to make this movie. But yeah, so he uh, would go on to, Produced this film. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this. But he is also the guy behind Star Citizen. Now. Oh
1: my god. Wow. I didn't know that. This that's, this has crazy. taken so many twists and turns. Wow. Is Star Citizen a real game?
3: Or should we talk that's, about that? That's a great question. <laughs> it, and that <laughs> <laughs> leads. Did it ever that, come
0: out? No. Okay. No it did not. And so that leads into what this guy's notable for. And that is a history of shady dealings. So <laughs> Wait, is this guy just a
1: really good con artist? Is that
0: what's happening here? So he um would make the oh, Link Commander I knew I was, was getting
2: Scientology vibes from this. I knew I was getting the
0: Scientology <laughs> vibes. <laughs> So, no Scientology, however, he would make the Wing Commander film after he left Origin Systems and made a company called Digital Anvil, which was the company that did all of the special effects for Wing Commander as well. So, not only did he direct it, but his company did all the special effects for it. Uh, That company would be sold to Microsoft, um, and he would go on to start a production company called Point of No Return Entertainment, who produced the films Who's Your Caddy? The Punisher, oh. the Thomas Jane vehicle Punisher, uh, Lucky Number Slevin, and Nicolas Cage's Lord of War. Wow. He produced all of those films. And how he made these films is, I guess there's a loophole. There was, until 2006, a loophole in the German tax system where he was able to raise funds through the German people. <laughs> and... uh it, and it's like super shady and the person who he worked with to raise the money went to jail for tax fraud um, and then he but he got off scot-free uh, so and then he went in 2011 and he started the kickstarter for Star Citizen which raised like a ridiculous amount of money who is this guy what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so this guy's life is
0: wild like absolutely fucking wild
3: I've been hearing about Star says Citizen for what like ten years now? How how long ago? Twenty eleven to ten years. It was ten years. T- oh wow!
0: Yeah. Jesus. He founded Boy, Cloud all, Imperium <laughs> Games, which is the company that's making it.
2: All of this like uh, really makes me like really queasy about the furry nature of the Kilrathi and the uh, <coughs> the games now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Everything that's a, that was a major point of contention. Cool. <laughs> I was reading about uh, people's reviews of it, and people were like, why'd they get rid of the furries? Because they just, <laughs> yeah, they they made uh, they made them skin jobs in this movie.
2: Skin jobs. <coughs> skin jobs.
1: I do love the term skin job. I see other people if, reading the uh... Wikipedia uh, article before, before the podcast today, because I, I too read about that controversy. Um, and we can save the Freddie Prinze Jr. quote uh, about how he felt about the movie until <laughs> later, because that that being the first thing that was under the production notes on the Wikipedia article just like made me laugh sitting here.
0: <clears throat> so, so this movie, yeah, go on. Can we define what a skin job is, really quick? So, skin job is from like, is that from, what Rider. is that from? But it's a it's from, it's Blade, from, Blade, from Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, I love it. Yeah, okay, like,
1: I thought this like, was a technical term. Like the, like the replica as well is a technical term in All the right. world of Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. well, sorry
2: sorry to,
0: to diverge here. But yeah, so Freddie Prinze Jr. stars in this. It's the Freddie Prinze Jr. vehicle. Um, he is Lieutenant Commander Blair. He is um, a fighter pilot who joins an interstellar war to fight the kill, the evil Kilrathi who are trying to destroy the universe. Um, he's coming off of I know what you did last summer and she's all that. And I was looking up his like IMDb page and he wasn't in a ton of stuff. Like just in general.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that when you watched this movie cuz I remember Freddie Prince Jr as being like the teen heartthrob of the era, and I think that and watching this movie reconfirmed this for me. People caught on pretty quickly that he's not a very good actor. And <laughs> that kind of dried up the well for him and he shifted over to voice acting roles, which I love me from some well, FPJ. And, and
2: also, I would be remiss if I didn't I say it to you guys offline, he also was uh, one of the lead writers for WWE SmackDown for years. and He actually wrote some of wow. like, the oh, best yeah. years that SmackDown had.
0: Yeah, and he also would go on to star in Scooby-Doo with his buddy, uh, who was also in She's All That, Matthew Lillard, um, who... I was looking at his IMDb page and he was a prolific actor in the 90s. My god. He was yeah. in Hackers, he was in um, Serial Bomb, he was in Scream, Scream 2, SLC Punk, she's all that. Oh, yeah. to- tons of movies. I, I start I,
1: think, I always think of him for SLC Punk. I just remember like watching. That's like the quintessential like middle school like Stoner movie, I feel like. Just like, <laughs> uh, Matthew Lillard being badass and like punk hairdo.
0: Yeah, he stars as Lieutenant Todd Maniac Marshall. Um, he would go on to also be in Scooby Doo, the live action version. But not only the live action version, but he has like a million credits as the voice of Scooby Doo, of uh, Shaggy in Scooby Doo now. He's like the official voice of Shaggy. Oh, so that's he's, cool. He's, he's making that cheddar. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah,
2: him. Yeah, Good for you, him. you know? Quantity, not
1: Scream. quality. Scream is one of my all time yeah, favorite right. movies, too. So, like, I'm on board Agreed. for that.
3: You know? Agreed. Good for him. I thought, he did, I thought he did great in that movie. He just like, but he brought that same doofy fucking character into this movie. We'll <laughs> yeah. be right back! <laughs> super, super crazy Starship pilot, but also this doofy ass like high school teenager all the time.
0: He was oddly weird, re- really weird. I mentioned this when we were watching it, but he was in uh, Twin Peaks The Return. Um, a couple of years ago, we, just out of nowhere, I was like, "Oh, Matthew Lillard in 2016 <laughs> in Twin Peaks: The Return." Weird, but also very cool because Matthew Lillard is very awesome. Just in general, that Matthew name, Lillard
2: so. you like is coming back in style. They say in the in the Black Lodge.
0: Um, and so the last person I thought that mention was a good here, Twin here, Peaks reference um, whatever <laughs> 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 moving on <laughs> the, la- the last person I'll reference here is uh, I, can't, I don't can not i know if I'm going to pronounce his name correctly but Jurgen Proch- Prochnow Prochnow he um, was the guy who was the space racist to uh, Lieutenant Blair uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character oh
3: yeah he's the, the head German dude in Beerfest also
0: Oh, but not only that, but oh, probably the reason why they cast him was because he was the captain in Das Boot yeah. <laughs> in 1983. <laughs> so <laughs> they were just like, we're going to lift this guy out of here and put him into space submarines. Well,
1: it, it's clear that the creator slash director of this movie needed an in to fleece the German people, and apparently he found it in this <laughs> guy.
0: <laughs> but he... He was also Duke Leto Atreides. In, I didn't actually think about that. That was, That's Dune.
3: hilarious. I wonder if that did have anything to do with it, to be honest. Just this German hookup through this actor.
0: Yeah, he was, he was in Dune. He was in The English Patient. He was in, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I do because I love the movie. He was in Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a movie <laughs> I, Wait, that's a movie I haven't Judge-
1: seen. I, I do want to see that, though. He,
0: he was like the evil scheming guy who was scheming with uh, Rico. Judge, Judge Dredd's uh, twin clone brother.
3: Oh shit!
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll cover so that in more details. We a comic book movie uh, spinoff list. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, th- I I missed somebody. So um, Lieutenant Commander uh, Angel Devereaux, uh, who's played by Saffron Burrows. You might know her as uh, somebody who would go on to be in Troy, but she's also was in Deep Lucy. Oh so. no
1: way! Yeah, that, that's that's where I couldn't place that. her, and then I saw her filmography, and I was like, ah, that's it, Deep Blue yeah. I remember.
0: But she, <laughs> she's still going pretty strong. She's in she's in uh, Agents of Shield. She was had a run on that show. She was in You. Uh, Have you guys seen You on Netflix?
1: Haven't seen that. No, that's but I. Good sh- but but Lana watched my my wife watched it. Um, so I I'm familiar with the creepy guy in that show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he does a good job playing a creep. So, yeah, I watched the first season, and then I was like, I'm out. But anyways, <laughs> so you are watching Lieutenant Blair, fire pilot for the humans. I don't know what their the name of their group is. They're the Terran
1: Confederation
3: of something. I think they said yes. Terrans. I think they call them Terrans. Yeah.
0: So the Terrans are fighting the Kilrathi for some reason. We don't really know why in this movie, <laughs> but they're fighting each other. And Lieutenant Blair is sent with his buddy Maniac. I forget his real name, but Maniac, and they're they're sent Maniac to. Partial. Yeah, they're like they're be like being sent out on their first assignment, but Lieutenant Blair is what is he? What is his rank? He's a Lieutenant Commander, but he's a rookie pilot. I don't know how that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was rereading the plot to this movie and it's like they're fresh out of flight school on the most important mission in the universe. I don't know how that right. happens.
3: It's hot shot pilots.
0: That's that's what it so, is. They're just that good. So, <laughs> so the killer have a ha, what's that? Say it, Go Andrea. Oh, I just said they're fresh. Uh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> not we <worth> stopping. <laughs> so a Kilrathie, uh, Kilrathie armada, a massive Kilrathi armada, is uh, goes and attacks this Pegasus station, um, and they have to they capture a navcom computer, um, which they can use now to locate Earth because they haven't found it yet. Um, and there's like uh, something is so if the Arma- the Terran Federation goes to Earth, and the Kilrathi go to Earth, the Kilrathi are going to beat them by two hours. That's the plot of the movie, right?
1: Basically, yes. So, having just read the Wikipedia <laughs> article, um, they they've recalled their entire Terran fleet to the soul system, but they will be two hours behind the Kilrathi. Apparently, so they send out the uh, the Tiger Claw to go on a suicide mission to distract the kilrathi fleet long enough for the terrans to return home that's that's the setup
3: and there is was that is? yeah there was which, and that's why they're supposed to be like sitting and waiting for them to warp in so with enough firepower they can blow them all up as right. they warp in which admittedly like, it was a massive fleet coming yeah. them too
1: yeah, which admittedly I was not clear on that being the plot while we watched this movie, but no, I knew, no, I mean, I knew something was happening, and there was a two-hour time gap apparently.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought they had to like, I thought they had to get message to like Earth or something. Late, something. Later,
1: they do because they capture, they recapture the nav computer, but then the Kilrathi are gonna come it's the through. the navcom. Yeah, the navcom. For yeah, for people on the, the Navcom, <laughs> technical term, much like skin job. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they capture, they recapture the Navcom, and they have to broadcast back to Earth. But the Tiger Claw is apparently damaged, so they have to send the fighters back, which is why at the end there's a dramatic fighter battle, uh, and Freddie Prince uses his space math powers.
0: Yes. So um, while while Freddie Prince and uh, uh, Matthew Lillard are on their way to the Tiger Claw to uh, fill in for some pilots. They uh, have to go through a wormhole to get there quicker, I guess. And Freddie Burns Jr. presses a lot of numbers really fast space on the computer. <laughs> and does space yeah. math. And he nav- plots a course. And it turns out that he's actually a space pilgrim, not a space wizard TM. Um, which is a genetically superior group of humans because they know how to space. They're descendants of the first spacefaring humans or something, so they have math powers, yeah, I guess.
3: They, they evolved math powers. I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that's what the <laughs> story told it, us. And the movie supposedly takes place in like 2600 or something, right? So, like, yeah. a 2654. So they rapidly evolved super math, space math brains. In, in to be that much superior to regular humans, I guess, in just 600 well, years?
1: Well, if you'll remember, uh, what's his face? Paladin uh, tells them that they were out there for like 500 years or so. And they were the only humans out in space for 500 years. And there were only a handful of them. And apparently they got enough radiation in their blood or whatever that they could do advanced space math.
3: Ah, Okay. Five hundred yeah. years of exposure. Yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> sure. Why not? Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. This, okay. This was, you know uh, what? With this it. movie, yep. Sure. <laughs> i This it. this was my uh,
2: first exposure to the Wing Commander lore, and apparently, it's fucking stupid. So that was uh, well. To up, from <laughs> apparently, from the this. pilgrims. Apparently,
1: the pilgrims were not really in the original space or the uh, original uh, Wing Commander lore. So that was that was tacked on. It was a little, a little I, extra something. I,
0: I did like how we were in the future, and yet the, uh, what is it? <laughs> the Johnny Walker label has not changed at all in the future. I don't know if you guys caught that. Oh, from the, just... the
3: bottle he brought into the mess hall or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> That's just good branding.
1: Good
2: branding is timeless, you know? So chess pieces have changed, but Johnny Walker has not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those chess pieces were intense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else yeah, we bunch got? Of, so he they
2: plugs go <laughs>
0: So they go and they get on the TCS Tiger Claw. Um, they deliver their orders and we meet the uh, Commander Paul Gerald who is the German guy. Um, and he, it turns out, he's a space racist. He hates space pilgrims. And not only does he hate space pilgrims, for reasons unbeknownst to us, do they ever discuss why people hate space pilgrims?
3: They said there was uh, there, there was some sort of war between the pilgrims and the terrans because the terrans started to follow the pilgrims <laughs> or whatever the pilgrims were i guess fighting against them taking over their space i, I don't know it was still, so something is, just like that there was a battle between them is and is a lot any of this explained
2: time. in the games like is this part of like, the video game i should lore? hope so
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no there's no pilgrims in the video games apparently okay, yeah, just, so, that was created yeah, for the like, movie
2: like they harp on this for like like you can, like, if you did a drinking game, you said, all right, take a drink, like, every time, like, something racist is fucking uttered, you'd be hammered, like, 45 minutes into the movie, and they give you no context, like, and it's like, if you are, like, if you are a Wing Commander fan, you're going into this going, like, Jesus, I don't even know the fuck why they hate these, like, hate these Pilgrim people, like, what, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's not explained. You can't trust Oh, my a God. Give me
3: that <laughs> Pilgrim a starship. Like,
2: what the fuck? I like to l- l- <laughs> my headcanon theory that, uh, you know. Uh, where I was, where I was, kind of sputting off and tying it back to Thanksgiving and stuff like that, and you know, it was all oh,
1: right. but, you know, that that space racist guy is like the fictional embodiment of that meme where it's the guy on the bicycle and then he like sticks something in the spoke and then like flips forward. <laughs> damn Antifa! He's just like yeah, damn right. Pilgrims every time. Goddamn it's Pilgrims. like anything yeah. happens in that movie, he's like, it's the goddamn Pilgrims, but like in an aggressive German accent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He also, um, I, I really liked. You know, it, this this movie is full of tropes. There are so many tropes in this movie, just of like. Of they're just like pulling from like Star Wars or pulling from all these different places. And the one thing that they do with the space racist guy is, you know, he Blair gets on board and he's like, You're a goddamn pilgrim. I can't trust you. And he says it throughout the whole goddamn movie, right? <laughs> um, and he's like, We can't, you're going to put it in the hands of a fucking pilgrim? He like reiterates it so many times, right? And so the trope is that at the end of the movie, after the hero does his big heroic action, he comes back on board and everybody congratulates him. And the guy who doubted him is like, I can't believe I doubted a pilgrim, but in this movie, they don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like-
1: there's no, there's no emotional payoff to this movie whatsoever. It just ends abruptly.
3: <laughs>
1: the race
0: like continues
3: a se- throughout the game. There's a celebratory
0: scene, but he doesn't like go up to him and be like, like like uh Iceman and Top Gun at the end of it, when Iceman's like, I knew you could do it and you're like, Yeah <laughs> that scene doesn't exist in this movie. It's just Yeah, they like, had they right. had Pilgrim. Top
1: they had Top Gun as a blueprint for this movie and they borrowed from so many other movies and yet they couldn't land like the basics of like just storytelling in in the fighter pilot world apparently. Yeah. Like that that the movie just ends abruptly. Like there's like the big celebration <laughs> angel comes back they like apparently had sexual chemistry the whole movie so there's like a kiss there and then we were all sitting there and then it just fades to black and we were like
2: what? that's it? it's over? she's like she's like the worst commander ever it's like nobody follows any of her fucking orders nobody takes her fucking seriously she gets shit tanked with them like while they're like on duty and then she like and then she's making out with like one of her subordinates like at the end of the movie she's the worst fucking commander
1: (laughs) she even says it in the movie she's like why does it everyone seem like uh they're taking suggestions from me and not orders and it's like because they are like the nobody <laughs> you're not <in> command.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was a cheesy ass repetitive line too they literally yeah. said is that a suggestion or is that an order and they said that like twice to each other and then they were like all right we're gonna bone now like it, yeah it, oh this movie was so bad <laughs> i'm sorry i'll save i'll save it for the ranking round. <laughs> a minor
0: quibble not, not minor quibble but i thought it was really funny that we were like noticing it slightly but freddie prince jr in some scenes was just like i'm gonna do a new york accent <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah out of nowhere he's suddenly yeah. from it's the south like, bronx randomly <laughs> slip <in>. yeah,
0: right. <laughs> freddie prince jr who's from california and doing is filming a movie in space doing a bad new york accent it's just great
1: he he leaned on that and he also leaned on like just going like totally like eyes wide mouth like jaw dropped like all the time in this movie anything happens he's like oh
3: i feel like <laughs> i feel like didn't that's Freddie entire scene either he was that's... talking or it was just open like, uh, the whole time <laughs> the whole time
0: that, that's just freddie prince jr though i think
1: yeah <laughs> I again so. i think we figured out that freddie prince is not so good yeah, at the I acting think...
3: i guess yeah we did cover that <laughs> what was i expecting
0: But yes, um, so there's a bunch of just shit that happens in this movie to pad the length, I feel like, a lot of the time. Like when they're going out and doing random fighter pilot missions and it's like, there's a communications vessel. Why are we here? And (laughs) our... The Kilrathi can't spot us. So, but why are we flying out to see if they're you're here?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was very confused when I realized that they were on like a mission to delay the Kilrathi fleet. But like when they first got there, they were like debating whether they should engage the fleet at all. They were like, "We got to be careful and like not reveal our position and blah blah." It's like you're on a suicide mission. Like I think the whole point is for you to reveal your position and delay
3: them for two hours. Wasn't and, it? And... Wasn't it because he was a pilgrim that that's why they didn't believe him that he brought the message? <laughs> It's like the pilgrim could have forged the message or some shit like that, even though he's been right. part of the army. Like like I, I yeah. That's that,
0: that's another thing. The setup for this movie we didn't discuss, but <laughs> the admiral who sends Blair on this mission knew Blair's father, uh, Freddie Freddy Prince Jr.'s father, uh, Freddie Freddy Prince Sr <laughs> in this uh, <laughs> in this movie. And and so I he just up with the father the back, back of the comedy
3: club. <laughs> <laughs> Came up together
0: so he trusted him to do this mission but then when they get on board he's like yeah so i can't trust you i need more proof and the other guy who's with them who we haven't mentioned yet he's a french guy who is uh like supposedly just like a merchant ferrying these two pilots he just happens to have the ring of the admiral who uh sent lieutenant blair lieutenant commander blair on this mission for some reason
3: yeah i don't think we ever saw him actually give him the ring It was just, he pulled Mm. it out of his pocket, and it was like, just in case I ever needed to talk to someone in the military and and earn their trust, here's this fucking (laughs) Admiral's ring. Like, what? I just (laughs) just
1: happened to have this plot device in my pocket. Hold on, let me pull this out. Boom! Now we can go forward in the story.
3: Did I just, like, blink and miss a scene? Like, I'm seriously questioning myself with how that just came out of nowhere. He's and then, like uh, uh, Christopher well, I mean, Walken three... in Pulp
2: Fiction. He's like, I, he's like, I hid this ring up my ass for ten years
3: <laughs> 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 for just this occasion. Trust me.
0: <laughs> then we find out three three quarters of the way through the movie that the guy is actually like. What, he's like he's vice commodore um for the intelligence arm of the, oh, yeah. the navy for some reason
1: yeah why why was freddie prince entrusted with this mission when they were also sending a secret intelligence officer to go do this too <laughs> who also was a pilgrim but like was keeping it secret like what what's going on here
3: i don't understand right. I, the entire movie could have been avoided if he just like hey, I'm this dude, is, isn't this the life or death, like, of, or of human existence scenario that I should probably reveal myself? Yeah, cool, yeah. like, Why I'm convincing se- you right now.
1: Why is this so- a secret? <laughs> if I just showed up and was like, I'm basically the number two guy, do what I say, they wouldn't have had that whole scene where they were like, we yeah. need special proof about you sending us on this suicide mission.
3: Yeah. Well, Why, I, yeah I, we wouldn't have the next forty five minutes of the movie I feel like because I kept going back to that. Do I trust him or not? He's a pilgrim. but then you have the fucking intelligence officer right there Jesus.
1: <laughs> that actually that <sighs> happened that happened again too because they do they come to that point in the movie where they're like, we need to there's like a decision to be made they're like do we send all the fighters to attack the fleet or do we not do that and like because the fleet will be or the ship will be vulnerable and the french guy angel is like don't do it or not angel uh, uh, paladin is like don't do it and then the actual commander of the ship is like now nah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do it so they send all the the ships out and then like right before they attack the french guy is like actually I'm the head of intelligence and we should probably turn around. It's like, wouldn't it have made sense to do that like a half hour earlier? This movie doesn't make a lot of sense.
3: So many points, he could have just cut the entire next half an hour out of this movie, 20 minutes, if he just said it. There's so many points.
0: I I also want to say too I don't understand how this war between the Kilrathi and the humans is or the Terrans is is a thing because every time the Tiger Claw fought a Kilrathi vessel they shot him down with one shot and every time the Kilrathi shot the humans it was like they took like five four or five hits and they were like oh our shields are still up no like hull <laughs> breaches or anything I'm like how is this war a thing the humans obviously just are way better technologically steamroll
3: them right now yeah.
1: Yeah, we sent one ship on, like, a half-baked suicide mission, and we took out half their fleet before they even got to Earth. <laughs> yeah. so. That
3: French dude, though, I, I do want to point out, he was the French guy in The Patriot. And I like he's, that, too. <laughs> he,
0: I don't think he's actually French. I think he's, like, Polish or something. He's, he's, his name I, wait, I, I, really? I
1: looked it up. He's, I can't pronounce. He's French, but he was born in Istanbul, so he's, like, French-Turkish.
3: Ah. Uh, uh. Oh. Huh.
0: His name's like Checky Cario? Kanye yeah. or something like that? Yeah.
1: I feel like it's was he day. also the bad guy in Bad Boys too? I think he was.
3: What? He might have oh. been. <laughs> wait. I need to listen. He,
0: he's he was also in the Core, if you remember that movie. The core. He was he was part of the Armageddon crew that went into the core to save the Earth on that ripoff of Armageddon. Nobody remembers that movie? I remember the that. The core? Movie.
1: He was, he was indeed the bad guy in Bad Boys, too. Yeah, so he had a good run in the mid-90s, mid to late 90s. Nice.
3: Good for him.
0: Um so this movie got uh 10% on rotten tomatoes.
3: Wow. Double digits. Good for, <laughs> it, good for <laughs> <laughs> it uh
0: it had a budget of 30 million dollars. Anybody want to guess how much money this movie made? About $10 a
3: million. 15 about a buck 50. Half 7 half 7 about 3. 11
0: 11.5 wow. <laughs> J- J- Joe wins without going over <laughs> Price, is right, Price is right
1: baby <laughs> I feel like this is a good time to come back to the Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, comment under the production notes of the Wing Commander Wikipedia page <laughs> yeah. where, where he later said after the release of this movie I can't stand Wing Commander I can't watch one scene of that movie I read the script and I loved it so did my buddy Matthew Lillard we both got the parts we went on location and they said here's the new script it was a piece of crap, that's
0: and that is, the, and that's yeah. under if you if you go to production, it just says that line.
2: That's the
1: only thing <laughs> it says.
2: Well, hopefully, <laughs> so uh, hopefully one day the the Snyder cut of the original Wing Commander script will will be released on HBO Max one day. Hopefully,
3: one day, only if it has FPJ in it. <laughs> I'd, I'd, um, I'd, I'd pay to see the <laughs> the, the remake.
0: One of the other things I I didn't mention this and I kind of I teased it at the beginning but this movie the combat for some reason is all submarine combat and they were like we're just not even going to think about what space combat would look like. It's just <laughs> it's just submarine combat. Uh, well,
1: I buy that. I feel like space combat and submarine combat is probably probably pretty similar. You're like moving in like three-dimensional space, can't really see around you. <laughs> Despite the fact that they use all the tropes where they're like listening for like splashes in the water and everything, <laughs> oh, yeah. in that phase. There's it's no like U-571. Sound,
0: sound doesn't travel in space. There's <laughs> yeah, no sound. A, they Captain, can be as no, loud as they Captain want. Captain splashes.
2: That was the best when they, like they ripped off the... Uh, like when they ripped off the scene from uh, Empire Strikes Back where they're hiding in the asteroid field and like the Empire's bombing... The uh the asteroids try to draw out the Millennium Falcon like they rip that scene off here and it's like they like but like there's like one point like they're all like celebrating like thinking they got away from the Kilrathi like shh keep it down and I was like that sound is not going anywhere like outside
3: of the ship like <laughs> yep and that's and that's <laughs> okay, from going Hunt from Redock party I'm yeah and that's sure that dude even said cut off all the comms I think you're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, And that's from Hunt for Red October, where they're like, I, can, I think I hear them singing, Commander.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, all in all, just in general, I think this movie has really bad direction, has really bad writing. But I will say the acting is probably okay if the writing and the direction wasn't so bad. I think the people who were actually trying to do the acting were... Probably okay, but the writing is just so bad, and the direction is. Just, there's like scenes where there are such bad scenes where Freddie Prinz or somebody else is in the cockpit of the pilot of the uh, fighter, and you can just like see this green screen behind them, and they're like going up and down, like like shaking up and down in the thing, and it's like this is so it's like bad. The, it's like
1: all of them have suspenders on that are holding the uh, the fuselage around them <laughs> yeah. for the for the space fighter that they're in.
0: Looked that that was part of that looked bad, and also when they did like top down shots on the cockpit, I always thought it looked Ugh. so awkward. There were a lot of like just generally awkward looking scenes. How this movie was shot.
3: Matthew Lloyd definitely carried this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean he carries he carried most of the movies in the nineties. So, <laughs> that, 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 that was like happened.
2: the fake out death scene.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like this, oh. this I feel like this movie like. Three quarters of it, I was on board with it. I was like, "This is dumb, but like dumb fun." And then we got to the end of it, and I was like, "This is a piece of trash. Like, what are, what are <laughs> we watching now? Like, <laughs> like th- there was no payoff. It didn't really come together. They jumped the shark. All of a sudden, Freddie Prince is like soloing in a spider in a fighter plane, doing space math across the galaxy, and like Dude,
0: we <sighs> didn't even touch on the fact that they did a they did a commando raid into a Kilrathi ship, and they killed everybody, <laughs> and no one died. <laughs> And all the yeah, Kilrathi like, got murdered.
2: They used, like, the same shot of the Kilrathi guy falling over, over and over again. It was, like, the same Kilrathi soldier just, like, g- falling backwards. Like, that... Like, I, like I'm gonna <laughs> guess there had been some issue with, like, the suits, because, like, you almost never see a full-body shot. It's always kind of, like, just the head, or, like, you would get, like, this, like, close-up of, like, just the hand, and I was like, okay, that's a telltale sign. Like, you had issues, like, the suit's and like flexibility and stuff like that. Cause you just never, you never see them that. like full body.
3: I didn't pick up on that, but I think thinking about it, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think I did, I did see any, in, in uh, like a, a full body shot.
2: You got to watch some more Japanese monster movies, my friend, you will pick up on this shit after, after about <laughs> 60 of them.
0: <laughs> podcast from Odo Island is the podcast. That's, that's you right. can follow. The Godzilla, um,
2: Godzilla movies have no issues with, with suits. It's the it's the
0: knockoffs. No, not but anyway. one. Yes. Not
2: one issue. <laughs> Listen, they may overuse them, but anyway.
0: Um, so, we get... I think this is a good point to get into our, our ranking discussion. And I can go through our list of video game movies. We have, at number one, Mortal Kombat. At number two, we have Street Fighter. At number three, we have Super Mario Brothers. We have not left the... the 1990s yet, this is a movie <laughs> from 1999. Um, it has, I think, the lowest box office out of any movie we've covered quite yet, at 11 million dollars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god! Osh- you, you know, what? I think it's like it, I think it's like to hold that record
2: though for like one episode. Not to, not to tease yet
0: but <laughs>
2: I'm so excited for that movie
1: oh I forgot I forgot we
0: picked that movie until right now <laughs> but we picked a movie for next week to all the listeners at home But never for next month but nevertheless um, where does this, this game or this uh, movie go on our list Whew. I'd rather
2: watch all those other movies any day of the week
1: i think that might be right I, I kind of am quibbling with whether this is actually better than super mario bros or not but i feel like I feel like it's probably not i feel like <laughs> I, I don't know i feel like that was more fun to watch even though it was also very very bad street fighter is also really bad and i think had a comparable rotten Tomatoes score at like 10 percent or, or thereabouts um but Street Fighter, like, owned its badness in a way that this movie did not. Like, this movie was, was trying to be a good movie and just failed. Like, Mortal Kombat tried to be a more serious movie than Street Fighter and succeeded on some level and was more true to its source material. This, apparently, the Pilgrim stuff was all made up, so I, I can't really speak to how close to the source material was, but it wasn't, like, a completely different plot out of left field. Like, it tried and failed horribly. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact that Freddie Prince won't even watch it, I mean... That's that's all I that's all I need.
2: Yeah, this is like um this is like not Ed Wood Plan nine from out of space bad like Street Fighter and uh Super Mario is. Like this is just kinda bad. I mean like there's like a huge stretch of this movie where just like nothing of any like real no wings are being commanded for a long stretch of this movie there's just like a lot of just like
1: these wings have been clipped.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's just, like, a lot of, like, uh, Commander that, like, nobody fucking takes seriously. Freddie Prince Jr. shenanigans going on on the ship, hiding like, hiding in an asteroid where apparently sound travels through space-type shit going on. And uh, that's criminally boring. Criminally even boring. Even the
0: lore of, yeah. like, making the movie. Like, Super Mario Bros., the the stories that are told on set of what had happened and just, there's nothing else like that movie out there. It's just completely ridiculous. Super fun. It seemed like everyone hated making this movie on top of (laughs) it. Yeah. um, I would say too, Super Mario Brothers has like really good set design. And I think actually the direction in that movie isn't that bad. Um, but the writing in that movie is terrible, I and mean, it doesn't stay true to the source material whatsoever. <laughs> but like the direction, the acting is probably okay, even though like no one in Super Mario Brothers wanted to be there. So I think that uh, Super Mario Brothers probably gets the nod over Wing Commander. Wing yeah. Commander's just like I've there's there's bad writing in movie in movies, and there's like and really there's, bad writing. And there's Wing Commander
3: this
0: is, bad. <laughs> it's like it's like not even like. They add stuff that's not in the video games and it's like the stuff that they add is so tropey and so like played out and like that makes sense in the context if you're making an FMV scene for a movie or a a video game in like 1997 because no one was expecting you to have a high artistic standard for an FMV scene in 1996, 97, but like a movie, you can't do that. Right. (laughs) It just comes across as bad. Right, and
3: for for me, there was just nothing like redeeming about this movie at all. <laughs> like not one thing, and that's for me just an instant last place number Except... four. It, it doesn't matter how many movies on the list. at the time we watch this, it would immediately be instant last place. Except for Matthew Lillard, right? He's he's low on Fine, Matthew Lillard, I guess. Yeah, but he can only go so far.
0: Speaking how tro- <laughs> how tropey trope- this movie is, I was reading a Roger Ebert Roger Ebert review of this, and he said, "The moment I saw one of the pilots was an attractive black woman, I knew she'd go down or up in flames." Oh, God. <laughs> okay, this is just just Next. like trope trope yeah. trope. <laughs> it's
3: Ebert. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel uh, like we didn't even really talk about her that much either. That's how quickly she was just like exited the movie. I did
1: think that Matthew Lillard was going to go down in that scene because I thought that they were going to take some notes from Top Gun and he was going to goose out uh, real hard right there. But then they pulled the old switcheroo on me.
0: Uh, they got me. That was one hundred percent his fault. He murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered One hundred percent. Well, again, for no the, the shitty commander's like,
3: after don't engage.
2: Don't engage. Yeah. Like, let's go back to base. And they're like, "No, fuck that. We're gonna go shoot some stuff." And then they, then he starts playing yeah. a game the chicken with like one of the ships. Oh my god, so she's re-
0: she's stupid. she's the worst military commander. In and the then she's like, I, that's she's true. like, "I need
2: I need you, Matthew Lillard. I need my best pilots out there." And I was like, "If he's one of your best pilots, what <laughs> the fuck is like your worst pilot? Like,
0: holy <laughs> shit.
1: he's one of one of the only pilots left on this particular ship, so I won't shoot you in the face." <laughs>
0: Oh, also, you know, I was saying how the Kilrathi ships take. I just thought of this, but the Cal- Kilrathi ships, one hit dead. The the humans, yeah. no, fifteen hits, right? When they fly the space battle with the pilots, they don't lose any of their ships. They Never. just kill Kilrathi. I'm pretty sure they don't oh, lose damn. any of their fighters. I, th- I
3: think you might be right, actually. I, I think there was a. I think there was one token uh, during like the the final battle. I mean, what even really was the final battle? But. <laughs> this movie just ended so. In such well, a you weird see, way. you see, Mike. Any
1: any pilots they lost just never existed in this movie. That, right. That's uh, yeah, that's right. the rule. They don't right. exist. Oh, if you I'm lose saying, them, right.
2: they never existed. That's true. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. There was no final battle. It was you like a final like they... race. Is a chase scene at the end?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: The final you... battle. They literally just say the Kilrathi are coming through, and they have no time to react to us shooting them. If they just show three
3: ships die as an example. <laughs> I think,
2: yeah, exactly. Oh, remember that scene too, um, where it's like, we were like, oh, there's three Earth ships. And then, like, then it was like, that's the whole fleet. And then like the next scene, there's like 50 of them right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this movie where I'm like, this director just doesn't understand space. Because they all they had the, uh, the part where we talked about with the submarine aspect. But also like... Two Kilrathi ships die in one blast. That because they were too close to each other. And I mean, this is outer space where there is literally endless space, and you have two ships that close together. All those, like,
3: oh, those capital ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
0: There's so much about the space combat where I'm like. Damn, these people need to read the expanse, right, Steve? (laughs) I I was
3: I was saying that
1: during the movie, the expanse has ruined all sci-fi for me, because every time anyone's doing something in space, I'm just like, they'd be dead. They'd be smushed against the wall. That's not how that works at all. There were times in that movie where they were like, We're two hours from Earth. I'm like, bullshit, you're two hours from Earth. You would be like right next to Earth if you were two next two hours from Earth.
0: (laughs) Do you remember the scene where they're like prepare for jump and everybody is like in the mess hall, just like chilling, And they're like (laughs) jump up and they hold it. Other in uh, arms? Yeah, I was gonna
3: say one dude just like gripped the table he was at. <laughs> like,
1: <what the laughs> fuck is Matthew that? Lillard does like a slow mo Matrix fall out of a chair <laughs> with, and it's like nobody's strapped down. Everyone's just like drinking coffee because apparently that's, gravity exists on this ship. Like, yeah, what's going on here? That's
3: when they were ho- they were hopping the the quasar or whatever the fuck they were going through the worm the warp hole, and they had to do the complex <laughs> space math. <laughs> so everybody brace yourselves. It's the best.
0: It was like all about that one. Stop motion scene though, I think it was. Just, yeah, that was the advertisement. <laughs> I just, I just still can't get over like the, the, the zoom in on the keypad as Freddie Prince Jr. does space math and <laughs> go going through, the, like just press buttons really fast. Yeah, like he's playing his
1: lottery numbers. He's like, I
2: feel good about this one. Right. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., you turned off your targeting computer. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll try spinning, that's a good trick. <laughs>
1: I'm a pilgrim,
0: so, I'm better than everybody. We have a new number four on our list <laughs> <laughs> Number
1: four. Freddie Prince would agree. He
2: would be okay with us. Yeah. <laughs> we should have like paid him for a for this episode. Was, we should. Yeah, I, we should have done that.
3: Damn. Yeah, Mike, well, I will do it. Dude an
2: Actually, clip. yeah, I was I was
3: gonna say this uh,
0: this episode's not live. <laughs> so, is he, yeah, exactly.
1: is he on, cameo? Uh, on cameo? Do you think that would rub him the wrong way though? Do you think like Freddie Prince Jr. would ice you out real hard for for suggesting that you cameo him to talk about Wing Commander?
0: Do you care about icing out Freddie? <laughs> I, I don't want to get iced out
1: by Freddie Prince Jr. He seems nice. <laughs> I hit, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't want I don't want Sarah Michelle Gellar to know anything about that. All right. Well, are they
0: are they married? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, they've they been they married, married for a super yeah. long time,
1: like since the '90s, yeah. I think.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> good good for him. Yeah, good good for him.
3: Seriously. Good for, good for both of them. You know. They're <laughs> making, it, they're making love work. Became Wing Commander and has this career and is married to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> the Damn. adversity in his life. He <laughs> <Yeah. Maybe laughs> has Wing Commander. That's it. You'd think there was no coming back for that, unless you're Matthew <laughs> Lillard. But <laughs> you Matthew Lillard, <laughs> yeah. the listen, they, they
1: they created their own parachute to get out of this one. Though they were like, we're going all in on Scooby Doo, and we we're gonna own that shit there for the next go. decade, and that's how we're yeah. making our bucks. and They were right. What about
0: Summer Catch, though. Yeah, it's Summer I, Catch, it's... great great movie. I like that movie. <laughs> Fantastic
1: Cape Cod. Come on. Yeah, hell yeah, it's Cape I've, Cod League. I've never seen it, but. Seems fun. So also,
2: Matthew Lillard's in that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a close, FPJ Lillard Jam. <laughs> FPJ is on cameo, but he is not currently accepting uh,
3: uh, bookings. What a tease! Oh, bummer. Yeah. Damn. We should we should keep an eye on that and just uh, do a follow up episode to Wing Commander at some point. <laughs> FPJ, Matthew you Lillard, switched Matthew off, off Matthew your cameo account. Not is everything okay? Oh, no. How about that German dude? <laughs> See, on Get him to say God oh, Goddamn pilgrims. pilgrims on this podcast. He's on in the next couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do it for free. He hates pilgrims in real life, too. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. We have a new number four on our It's So Bad Ghost of the Movies list of movies.
2: Are we, we going um, to tease the uh, the next movie that none of us can wait for?
0: Oh, no. I'm going to tease the uh, fact that I texted Chris and I was like, we need an It's So Bad Goes to the Movie theme song, so Chris is going to work on that theme so we can have a special intro nah, music you're, uh,
2: you're probably not going to have it for this episode, but the next one. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: no, Yeah. Well, I'm teasing it for the next one, so. Nice. And yes, next month we will be covering the movie. Um, We're going to dive into Yui Boll's celebrated filmography and uh, take on the movie Blood Rain uh, for next week's episode. We are going into the 2000s. It's a brave new world of video game movies.
1: I assume the Can't quality be. jump is going to be just like noticeable as soon as we get into the modern era of 2000. It's going to be like <laughs> four star movies, 100 percent on Rotten Tomato. We're all blown away. We're floored. There's twists. There's turns. There's artistic uh, license that we never expected. I'm excited.
0: Bro, just wait until I'm, I'm gonna tease it again. But someday in the future, soon, we're gonna do the Angry Birds movie, and you'll regret those saying those words. Because wow. as hyped. soon as Soon as you get into 2015, it's all quality video game movies. Except, <laughs> except for Monster Hunter, which I hear is really bad.
3: I, I still want to do Monster Hunter soon.
0: Well, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Next week, though, for video games, we're going to be talking about Worms Armageddon. So stay tuned for that. Until then, thank you, guys. Thank you, Steve.
1: Thank you, everybody. Except for, the, you, pil- except for the Pilgrims.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what he said.
0: Thank you, uh, Joe. Pilgrims out. Thank you, (laughs) encore. Filthy pilgrims.
3: (laughs) 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 Fucking pilgrims, man. Such a shit.